That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's week six, so you better get your stats ready, because it is, we're almost like basically halfway through the fantasy season, and you better get your teams together, because we're going through bye weeks, and it's going to be crazy. I got some fantasy friends along that's going to help that fantasy process for you, and of course, my man, the Judge Jordan Thomas is in the house as well. It's time for TSS. Fantasy. It's time for TSS Fantasy. Fantasy. Being a football player, you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. There it is indeed. It's week six, and we are deep into it. Let's welcome into the studio the Judge Jordan Thomas. Welcome in, my friend. What's up, my man? Feeling a little bit better. We're a little bit further away from week five and that ass beating I took. Ready to rock out with my gavel out. Let's do this. <laughs> Rock out with your gavel out. Okay, we got a little catchphrase for the judge. I love it. I see a t-shirt in the making. All right, let's get things started for tonight. Don't forget, go to tssfantasy.com. All of our latest and greatest rankings are up, so make sure you go shop and compare for your fantasy lineups this weekend. Also, don't forget, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100 Lots of great promos for the weekend stuff as well. So make sure you go check those guys out. Also, don't forget to look at um, Jazz Sportsbooks. <laughs> they have lots of great promos there. Uh, use the promo code TSS. Lots of great promos there as well. And if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, look no further than Pro Am Belts. All right, we got a lot to get to. Now, unfortunately, our injury expert is not in the building so I don't have anyone waiting, so we're not in a huge rush, right? But so it can at least start out tonight. Let's start out with some news. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! That's how I feel when, you know... Fred and Justin and Brian, they don't show up for the Friday night breakdown. Colts Martin, what's up, my friend? You showed up for the breakdown. We appreciate that indeed. My man, right, let's talk about Chiefs at Broncos last night. And the only thing I kept saying to myself last night was, man, does Sean Payton get fired tomorrow? That was kind of what I was every time I was checking the score, I was at my son's um uh, musical last night and like i was just checking the stats as you know every once in a while and i'm just looking at this game like oh my god this is disgusting one thing i will say though that you know just as an overall look at the game what's impressive to me is the chiefs defense i know they've been talking about it and we've we've talked about it prior to they played very well um and last night they really showed out not that this broncos offense is all that great 
but we certainly thought they were going to produce a little bit more. Um, Russell Wilson, 95 yards. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That was it. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. One TD, two interceptions. So for your fantasy purposes, you got a TD, so you got some points there. But then he throws two picks, so he takes that away from you. Javata Williams, 52 yards, really uh, carried the day there. Four receptions, 46 yards for Cortland Sutton. So that was um, – and the TD. That was like the saving grace for the Broncos offense, um, if anything. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. He had a little Jerry Judy action with uh, Steve Smith prior to the game. That was about exciting as the uh, Broncos offense got last night. The Chiefs offense, 306 yards and a TD for Pat Mahomes. He did throw the pick as well. So it wasn't like a huge Pat Mahomes night. He did give you six carries for 31 yards, but <clears throat> it wasn't his traditional uh, go off on the sorry Broncos that we were expecting. Isaiah Pacheco, um, 60, 16 carries for 62 yards, also got um, uh, six receptions. There's so many sixes, I just had to space them out, with 36 yards. So um, had a good night um, as far as PPR was concerned, just kind of average night and standard. Um, Travis Kelsey, of course, he won't have the big night, nine receptions, 124 yards, had to impress his girl Taylor. Uh, Rasheed Rice, four receptions, 72 yards, so he had a decent night as well. And again, again, the defense is what really showed out uh, more than anything else. All right, my man, I've talked enough. What do you say about last night? So a couple things. We can't forget the fantasy star of the night. My man, Harrison Butker, coming through for me in all my kicker <laughs> leagues, first and foremost. You did it, buddy. Second of all, can we please get Cortland Sutton the hell out of Denver? Because the only reason that Russell Wilson's sorry ass got that touchdown was that incredible one-handed snag by Cortland Sutton, who is just way too good for this team. And my last thought on this is... I don't know if Denver will be able to just, you know, up and fire Sean Payton, but don't be surprised if there's some leaked emails, some hard R, something going on out there that gets his ass in some hot water suit because they're going to try to find a way out. Some some poison <laughs> dinner at some point. Like, it's bad. It's, it's getting bad. Call up Greg Roman to scheme, scheme up a hit job, just like the good old days. <laughs> oh, goodness. Greg Wilson, cheers to you, my friend. Appreciate you. And Colts Martin, you are correct. He was running all night long, girl. Uh, man, that was pretty bad. So, yeah, that was last night in a nutshell. Really not much to say. Travis Kelsey had a great night. Um, their, the defense had a great night. A couple others, but not a lot of big stars coming out of last and night, unfortunately. The other thing I'll say, and you mentioned it wasn't the best Mahomes game, right? But, man... Like, yeah, the score, I think, was 19-8 to eight at, at the final, right? But, like, that game was never, never even close. Like, he mailed in that second half. Travis Kelsey had, like, eight catches for 140 yards or something in just the first half. Like, they just absolutely came in and dominated and then just took it easy in the second half of that game. Oh, 100%, 100%. I'm just, if fantasy purposes, you know, we're looking at it for our points. Yeah, you know. Amen. It's kind of, all right, well, that was last night. All right, now I know some of you are a little looking at that, that little score like, man, and some of you that are playing against Travis Kelsey are looking at that score like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Well, we're about to break it down for you right now. Let's break it down.
Freddie breaking it on down out somewhere tonight. All right, let's break it on down here for the London game. The Ravens at the Titans. The Ravens, they are number two against fantasy QBs. They're 12th against running backs, ninth against receivers, and number one against tight ends. Crazy enough. Titans, 11th versus fantasy QBs, 15th versus running backs, 21st versus uh, receivers, and 10th versus tight ends. On the injury front in this game, Odell Beckham Jr. was clear to play in a matchup that may actually seal Odell Beckham signing with the Titans struggling in the secondary. Traylon Burks continues to be out, so again, going to play DeAndre Hopkins. Could be a nice matchup uh, for him as well if this uh, ends up being a kind of back-and-forth type game, so we shall see. Give me some guys you like and don't like Judge Jordan. So start at the quarterback position. Love Lamar Jackson. Hate Ryan Tannehill right out of the gate. I think you absolutely have to start Lamar. And if you're starting Ryan Tannehill, I am certainly sorry. Uh, the running back room for the Ravens continues to be just kind of a, a giant mess and not something that I want to really operate in if I can help it. I get it if you have to run out of Gus Edwards and, you know, if you're like in a touchdown-only league, hey, maybe maybe run Justin Hill out there, but I'm trying to avoid that backfield kind of at, at all costs. Um, Tennessee, look, you're starting Derrick Henry. You drafted him for a reason. I'm not telling you anything um, that you don't already know. But if you don't already have Ty J Spears in your on on a fantasy roster, if you've got a, a spot, man, this kid is getting consistent work week in and week out. I don't think he's ready to plug and play in your lineup, but he, he can be a nice dart throw um, over the bye week season. But anything happens to Henry, th this guy to me instantly catapults up to the to the RB1 range. So I'm definitely keeping an eye on Ty J Spears. Um you mentioned Odell Beckham Jr. coming back. If you want to be in the business of trusting Odell Beckham Jr., more power to you. I am out. Um, I will, however, start Zay Flowers anywhere that I have him. Um, and I think DeAndre Hopkins is, is a you know a, a wide receiver two, wide receiver three type. Again, you're starting him this week if you have him, especially with Traylon Burks, you know, perpetually um, ruled out. Um, tight end position, you know, uh, again, just like the quarterbacks, I'm, I'm smashing, um, uh, Ravens, uh, Mark Andrews, sorry, his name slipped my mind, smashing Mark Andrews, duh, uh, something that you didn't know. And man, we don't, we don't talk about, we talk about the tight end position as a whole being a disappointment, but Chig, baby, come on. You are one of the most single, most disappointing players of the fantasy season for me. I had really high hopes and I, I don't even think you're rosterable at this point. Yeah, you thought with Trey Line, talk about Trey Line being out, you thought that would make Chig step up a little bit. Unfortunately, that has not been the case. Um, you know, Ryan Tana, as you said, is a little limited, but, you know, maybe with Andre Hopkins, like I said, he at least will see a plethora of options, or excuse me, a plethora of targets anyway um, in this matchup. So we shall see, and good luck to you starting Ryan Tannehill, if you must. Good luck. <laughs> the next matchup. Panthers at America's team, the Miami Dolphins. The commission will be there, by the way. So if anyone's visiting down south, make sure you come say hi to have my uh, daughter and my wife there. It'll be a lot of fun. Panthers, they are 12th against fantasy QBs. They are 31st against running backs, 
seventh against receivers and 23rd against tight ends. Dolphins, 24th against uh, QBs, 20th against running backs, 17th versus receivers, and 21st against tight ends. Now, on the injury front, I would just let, and I want to preface by saying, I would definitely make sure, excuse me, you check us out on Sunday. Brian will be in and give us the latest and greatest on the injuries because some of these are interesting. Miles Sanders for the Panthers is out, so there's nothing really to consider there. He gone. So, of course, Chuba to Hubbard um, could be a great play against a defense that struggles, basically, against the run. Um, Jeff Wilson, by the way, just so you all know, is doubtful for this matchup, just to let been downgraded. Um, so, if you went and picked him up on the waiver wire, cool, don't drop him yet. But if you need somebody, Salman Ackman would be your guy to play as the uh, secondary Dolphins back if Jeff Wilson ends up not going um other than that that's pretty much it as far as that's concerned we know a chance out obviously on the ir this week so tell me my friend give me some guys you like and don't like for america's team yeah and, and that's pretty much it i like all the guys on america's team and not the guys on carolina's team so much it's been a brutal season for bryce young um he i, I don't think he's even had a top 20 quarterback finish yet um, and I don't think this is the week that he gets it done either. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting him if I do have him. Uh, Tua is must start every single week. You, you got to put him in every time. There's not a lot to discuss there. On the running back side, listen, I'm really going to miss Miles Sanders, Sanders and his 1.3 points. But Chuba Hubbard has been the better back all season. This actually, I think, is a good thing for Chuba. Hopefully, he sees the the lion's share of the work. I don't think it'll really matter because I think they'll be trailing all day. Um, but if there's a touchdown to be scored in this game for the Panthers, Chuba, in my opinion, has the best shot. On the other side of the ball, Miami Dolphins, I'm, I'm going pretty bold. If you look at my rankings this week, you will see that I have Raheem the dream Mostert as my RB2 Ooh. overall Ooh. on the week. Call me bold, call me crazy, but all I see every week is, oh, this Miami Dolphins running back took it 77 yards to the house, and this guy ran 82 <laughs> yards to the house. Oh, there's a 66-yard reception by the Miami Dolphins running backs, and guess what? If you if you want to trot out Salvin Ahmed, go for it. But for me, give me all of that Mostert every single bit of it the most start the only guy i'm ranking above him is christian mccaffrey because i mean he's fucking christian mccaffrey so um on the other side uh we got wide receivers i said it last week i'll say it again i'm starting adam thielen every single week and i i ain't ashamed to say it anymore uh dj chart ain't starting him you know anywhere uh i think jonathan mingo still plays football but i'm really not sure um <laughs> Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, you start them both with absolute confidence. I'm avoiding the tight ends in this matchup, you know, in perpetuity. And uh, for both teams, I really want no part of either one of them. But start all your Dolphins offensive players. It's going to be a bonanza. Uh, Jordan said, don't hold the Moatster on that sandwich. All right, let's get it. All of it. Saints at the Texans. The Saints, they are seventh against fantasy QBs. They are fifth against running backs. They are 13th against receivers. And they, excuse me, I lost my page. They are second against fantasy tight ends. 
On the other side of the football, Texans, 15th against fantasy QBs, 25th against running backs. They are third against receivers. They are 25th against tight ends. So this is an interesting matchup for sure because the Texans have played some decent offense going against one of the better defenses, though. They haven't played a defense like this, however. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how things play out. I'm trying to uh, delay things as I scroll to look for the injury. So, <laughs> uh, looks like not the Tank Dell actually is in concussion protocol, so he's questionable. And don't think of picking up Bobby Trees because of it, because he's also questionable as well um, with some rib injuries as well. So looks like Texas got a couple injuries to the receiver. Receiver, uh, and what do you say, Jordan? Give me guys you like and don't like in this matchup. This. Man, this matchup it, to me kind of sucks to play. You've got two really, really good secondaries out there. You've got, you know, this is going to be a defensive struggle. So I'm a huge CJ Stroud guy, and it's going to be very hard for me, but I'm sitting him anywhere that I can. Derek Carr, I mean, it, it chigs my biggest disappointment, man. Derek, Derek Carr is right the bench. He's right there with him. Um, I just don't trust him right now. He, he's a quarterback, too, at best. Um, and I, I don't see him rising above that this week against that tough Texan secondary. Uh, running backs, look, Alvin Kamara, he's back. He's there. You start him every week. You probably have to start Damian Pierce because the you know running back landscape is a giant dumpster fire. Um, but if you got two better off uh, options, I'm definitely considering it. Uh, wide receivers, Chris Olave, please, for the love of God, Derek Carr, you know, I'm saying one prayer to Fantasy Jesus this week. It's can we get Chris Olave going? Because God, every week it just looks like this guy's gonna break out, and it has not happened. Um, but I'm starting him. Obviously, I'm starting Michael Thomas in most matchups that I have him. I think Chris Olave um, is gonna draw the bulk of this uh, tough Texans coverage, and I think it might uh, create some opportunity for Michael Thomas. Words I thought I would never say in 2023. Um, <laughs> I'm not starting Rashid Shahid unless if it's a huge dart throw and, and you know, one of the very, very large leagues. Uh, I am rocking with Nico Collins. And if uh, Tank Dell uh, is by chance to sit and if Bobby Trees happens to sit, then, I mean, Nico Smash. Collins to the moon. Um, but uh, either way, I'm probably starting him regardless. Um you know, Jawan Johnson, uh, you know, he's probably starting in Flanders lineup. He's not starting in mine. Um, and I am certainly my boy, Dalton Schultz, Dallas needs you, but my man, you need some Dallas too. Cause you suck in Houston. I'm sitting him as well. Oh, rest in peace, Flanders. All right, let's go. We got a couple of comments here. Let me get to that. Oh, la baby. Indeed. I love it. All right. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, oh is that first, saying? first like, on the scene, Colt Martin. He's been I remember in that draft process, like we went round and round and round about these wide receivers, and he just would not shut up about Olave. That's his dude. So uh Drew got a question. Uh Deonta Foreman or Tank Dell? Uh, and PPR. So interesting question. Now, Tank Dell, again, as we just mentioned, he's in concussion protocol. So you're going to have to might make this question real easy for you uh, as we get a little closer. But uh, let's say he does go. What do you say, Jordan? If 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 Tank Dell is on the field, would you go roll out with him? Or are you going to go with Deonta Foreman, uh, which I think, as I understand, 
maybe uh, scroll down here with the Bears entry. Um, but I believe Rico Johnson wasn't going to play, but I'm not quite sure. What do you, what do you say while I look for that? So, so last I checked on the Bears, Roshan Johnson and Deontay Roshan. Foreman are both questionable. So um, I, I am definitely probably trying to find a third option in case of worst case scenario happens and they both miss. But if Tank plays, you play Tank, period. You like okay, so he likes that because that's against the Saints. So to me, like I'm, I'm looking at this like you know matchup wise, is it you know more beneficial to go with the running back who's going to be the solo option uh, here? So I don't know. I'd be kind of up in the air. I would definitely be watching these injury reports though because that's really the main thing. This decision might be made real easy for you, my friend. All right, let's get on to our next matchup. It is the the matchup of the day. The Commanders at the Falcons. The Commanders are 30th against fantasy QBs. They're 14th against running backs. They are uh, 31st against receivers and 8th versus tight ends. Falcons, 13th versus fantasy QBs. 3rd against running backs. 6th versus receivers. They are 28th against tight ends. So again, um, I don't know. One of these matchups that I'm just like not looking forward to, even the color concept. To be honest with you, it just doesn't really work for me. Um, so <laughs> I'm just not really interested in this ball game, quite frankly. Uh, but um, what do you say, Jordan? I apologize, I didn't have the injuries pulled up. And this list is like forever long. So talk about some guys you like and don't like, and I'll pull that up and bring that up after we're done. Actually, I pulled it up now. John o. Smith is clear to play. That was really the only thing out. So they're fully healthy on both sides. All right, friends, give me guys you like and don't like in this one. Okay, so um, I I'm rocking with slinging Sam Howell. He's been throwing it up. He, he's he's been doing all right. Uh, so I'm I'm probably starting him as a low end QB one this week, uh, even against a pretty tough Falcon secondary. And listen, Desmond Ritter popped off last week. It finally happened. We had ourselves a good Desmond Ritter fantasy game, and with all of that that we had last week, he still ranks 19th in yards per attempt, 24th in passer rating. 20th in fantasy points per drop back. He's still terrible. He's still lousy. Don't get cute and don't start this man. He has like two more touchdowns than Keenan Allen. He's garbage. Uh, on the running back side, you're starting Brian Robinson, but as every week passes, and you know, one thing I really want to do at the end of the season is I want to go back to our summer tour and pull some nuggets and see what we were right and wrong on. But listen, <laughs> Brian Robinson, I've been saying it. The guy just isn't good. He puts up fantasy stats, but he'll have like 17 rushes for 44 yards and a touchdown, right? Like there's nothing good about the guy, but the volume alone dictates you pretty much have to start him week in and week out. We've had some Antonio Gibson action the last couple of weeks. Um, so, you know, in a pinch, I'm also starting him. Bijan Robinson, he probably has not lived up to that preseason, you know, expectation, but he's still also kind of crushing it. So you're starting Bijan every week. Um, I, I think Tyler Algier is a good flex play, uh, particularly this week, uh, especially um, going against a, a, a pretty soft, you know, commander's defense. Uh, the wide receivers, Terry McLaurin, we'll talk to Mr. Scary Terry a little bit later. Uh, Jahan Dotson, I feel even worse about him. Um, and I believe we just had 
thoughts on Curtis Samuel going forward. So perfect time to talk about Mr. Curtis Samuel. I honestly am considering starting Curtis Samuel over Jahan Dotson, probably not over Terry McLaurin, but man, why not? Uh, he's averaged seven and a half targets over the last couple of games. Like he's, he's definitely seeing a role in this offense. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm throwing Curtis Samuel out there with a couple of dart throws. Wide receiver position, Drake London. Um, we have seen a little bit of an uptick with him. Um, if you watch, it, let me say this differently. If you're forced to watch an Atlanta Falcons game, you'll see this guy. He's, he's just so freaking good and so talented, and it's just a, a crime that they have Desmond Ritter tossing him the rock. With that being said, I'm still starting him. Uh, Logan Thomas, smash tight end one right now. Like, he's he's crushing it. He's the uh, tight end six in fantasy currently, and I'm starting him with absolute confidence over Kyle Pitts. Um, and I'm also starting him over John U. Smith. And I'm just going to say in some weird world where I had Jonu Smith and Kyle Pitts both on my same roster, I'm starting Jonu. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. By the way, on the Curtis uh, Samuel thing, I mean, he's got good good vibes going forward um, with Jahan Dotson just not getting on sync with uh, Sam House. Same with um, Terry Scary, too. So, um, it's been interesting. Like I said, Logan Thomas has been really the guy they've been heavily targeting. Um, so, and, and Curtis Samuel's really seen an uptick in targets. So, um, last year he was Mr. Groin pull all year. So at least he got that thing nice and stretched out. All right. Well, it's Friday night. We're feeling all right. And it's time to get a little funky with our DJ Chuck Bass. Let's check it out. What up, jerks, Turks, and flirts? Like the late, great lead singer of Smash Mouth once said, the years keep coming and they don't stop coming. But thanks to some untimely injuries, I feel less like I'm coming and more like I'm getting spit-roasted by two California Redwoods. The only way to get over the pain of losing a lover is finding a new one. So let's audition some new hotties dating game style. Let's get to the hits. First up on our lovers countdown is rookie wide receiver Jordan Addison. Let's take a look at his dating profile here. Okay, with Justin Jefferson out for the next two months potentially with a hamstring injury, in steps the young buck. Addison is coming off a season-high 75% snap share, season-high 9 targets, and his team leads the NFL in pass attempts per game. And his only other wide receiver competition is literally ducking away from touchdown passes. I'd say this relationship is going somewhere. Next up on the countdown, the middle lover of the week is Amari DiMercato, and his dating profile is complicated. Stepping in to fill James Conner's shoes, the rookie running back does have some positives, and we're not talking HIV positives. He's six in the entire NFL and broken tackle rate. He handled 100% of the snaps after Conner went down, and he wears 31 to honor David Johnson. Now, Keontae Ingram may be coming back and potentially taking some snaps away, which could prevent DeMarcado from ever taking on the full Connor level of success, but he does look to be the lead back of every hipster's favorite offense, the Cardinals. This is a fall fling. And coming in last on this week's countdown is Chargers wide receiver two, Joshua Palmer. His dating profile is getting lost in a sea of Josh's, Joshua Kelly, Josh Downs, Josh Jacobs, Josh Allen, Josh Reynolds, Joshua Dobbs, Josh Gordon. 
it's insane. I'm not sure how one stands out in this sea of Josh's, but I'm not sure Palmer is built to do so. Yes, we want a piece of this Chargers passing offense, but with Austin Eckler coming back, I think they'll be looking at consolidating targets between him and Keenan Allen. He's a rebound hookup that you'll call when you need a bi-week fill-in or you've got an injury. Otherwise, don't keep him on speed dial. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good luck this week. I'm Chuck Bass, and that's playing the hits. The so DJ, I, it's so good every week. Just gets us right going. I mean, you're the man, Chuck. We Not HIV it. positive. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's continue. Colts at Jaguars. Colts are 21st against fantasy QBs, 18th versus running backs, 24th against receivers, 13th versus tight ends. The Jaguars, they are 25th against QBs. They are 6th against fantasy, uh, excuse me, running backs. Excuse me. They are 23rd against receivers and 22nd versus tight ends. So a battle that's already happened once so far this season. Remember, they played earlier um, this year. We know Anthony Richardson, um, unfortunately, is on the IR, so he is out. Jelani Woods is questionable to play, but Mo Ali Cox is questionable um, so he might not go. And Zay Jones will be officially out um, this game. So, guys, you like and don't like, my friend. Well, I'm getting pretty damn sick of Zay Jones. I'll just start off by saying that, but I'll get to those wide receivers in a minute. Uh, look, man, God mode Minshew, baby. He's back. The mullet is in full effect. I'm ready for it. I, go grab some Gardner and start him. I think he's a low end QB one. Why not? Give me. I'd much rather have Gardner Minshew than uh, Desmond Ritter than Ryan Tannehill. I'd rather have him than Derek Carr. Like, give me some Gardner Minshew. I'm all about it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, obviously, you're smashing him every week, even if he has not produced he has played pretty good the last couple of weeks it just it has not um you know correlated with his fantasy success yet i think the overcorrection is coming it may not be this week but it's coming um running back so you know you're you're starting uh travis Etienne every single week nothing to see here but man this zach moss train just keeps on rolling I don't know how long it'll keep rolling. I don't know if the wheels are going to fall off. And listen, Jonathan Taylor got paid, son. So it's only a matter of time before he comes back into the mix and really reestablishes himself. But, you know, didn't play in the preseason, hasn't played the first four weeks, coming off an injury. It's going to take him a little bit of time to ramp up. And this buy low window for Jonathan Taylor right now, it, it's mm. pretty enticing. I'm not going to lie. I think Taylor's somebody you stash until he pops and then you ride him for the rest of the season um, at the wide receiver position. I'm starting Michael Pittman. Uh, he's been pretty up and down, um, but I actually think. I like him better with Gardner Minshew as the quarterback than I do with Anthony Richardson. They just seem to have a little bit better of a connection. Uh, Josh Downs continuing to get, you know, plenty of, of love in this offense, has an 18.6% target share and a 17.5% first read share. Um, so both of those are second right behind um, Michael Pittman. Um He's a rookie that I don't think has had his blow-up week yet, and I don't know if it's this week, but I think this guy could be a wide receiver too in any given week, but I'm probably starting him more as a, you know, a, a wide receiver four uh, in most lineups. Um, 
Calvin Ridley, you're starting him every week. Um, he hasn't been what we want him to be. Uh, but again, I man, this game's all about breakouts happening. It's coming. It's got to come. Uh, Christian Kirk is, you know, still killing it, so I'm still going with him. Zay Jones, I don't think he's ever going to play football again. I'm really sick of him. Uh, tight ends, uh, Kyla Granson, no thanks. Evan Ingram, give me an extra helping of him. Wow, so you're out, put out to pasture, Zay, Zay Jones. I'm the judge. done, man. I was Dang. begging the dr- drums so loudly for that guy, and he's just, you can't get on the damn field. <laughs> poor, poor Zay Jones, bro. Poor Zay Jones. It's your All fault, right. Zay Jones, not mine. That's true. I mean, we've been, Judge Ben, ben has had this, to be fair, you've had his back all even off I tried. Too, I you, tried. You've had his back. You've had his back. All right, Seahawks at Bengals. Be a uh, decent matchup here. uh, Seahawks are 23rd against QBs, 16th against running backs, 30th against receivers, 9th versus tight ends. Bengals, 16th against QBs, 19th versus running backs, 15th versus receivers, 31st against tight ends. Uh, In this matchup, DK Metcalf was clear to play. Look, he had a little bit of rib rib injury. Um, uh, T. Higgins remains questionable. Um, so just for a watch out for that as far as the latest news is his, but it's not looking great uh, going up to into this matchup. Give me guys you like and don't like, sir. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic that Joe Burrow might be back, hopefully. Uh, so I'm, I'm trotting him out here. He looked really good last week. Uh, Geno Smith has been pretty unimpressive so far this season. You're probably starting him if you have him. Um, but I'm not doing it with a whole lot of confidence. Um, I think Kenneth Walker is an every week RB one until, you know, he proves otherwise. Um, Joe Mixon, same thing. He's just going to get you know, all the volume and it's going to absolutely be RB one at the end of the week. Uh, wide receivers, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. You're definitely starting them. Uh, I don't feel like you can start JSN with any kind of confidence right now. Um, I think the moment will come where he will have his blow up week. Um, I'm just not ready to uh, jump in with him. Jamar chase put up like four weeks worth of fantasy stats last week alone (laughs) and uh, proved that he is that dude. Once again, you were already starting it, but now you're starting to feel a little bit good about it. Um, I will say if T Higgins misses this game, I am probably starting Tyler Boyd in some places. He gets a nice boost for me. Um, at the tight ends, I'm not trying to mess with Noah Fant, Colby Parkinson, Will Disley, or whoever else Seattle might uh, decide to uh, trot out there at the tight end position. And then, look, Irv Smith, I tried with you too, and, and you can catch the bus with uh, old boy Zay Jones out of town because I'm done. Peace. Um, time to give up on T-Law. Uh, Drew Sauce, no, I don't think so at all. Now's the time to buy low on T-Law. It's coming. He's playing better. It just has not translated quite yet. Yep, totally. Want to know about Zach Charbonnet, too. We're throwing on to as a handcuff, or can he drop him? Um, he's, he has Walker as an RB1. I would definitely hold him on if your roster um, can hold him. There's nothing, worth, nothing wrong with holding on as a handcuff if you have Walker, um, who's also had some injury issues in the past so definitely hold on to him if you can um you know can depending on what your team looks like all right let's get on to the next matchup vikings at bears so again uh vikings defense actually surprisingly fantasy wise they've been okay this season um i'm not 
not quite that great NFL wise, but QB against QBs are 26 against fantasy RBs are ninth against receivers are 28th and against tight ends are 19th bears 31st against QBs 30th versus running backs 25th against receivers and 20th versus tight ends. Um, what say you on some guys you like and don't like in this matchup? Um, I will tell you, though, the Khalil Herbert is out. Oh, Roshan Johnson actually is out, and Travis, Travis Homer is out. So basically, uh, that was a smash play um, uh, that we were talking about earlier. All right, my bad. Let's get on Deonta Foreman. That's who it was we were talking about earlier. That's a smash play this week. All right, go well, ahead, my friend. Well, Foreman hasn't been cleared to play, though, yet, has he? Uh, let me see. Is he still questionable? I don't even see him on here on their on their report. So okay, okay. So hopefully that's good yes. news for him. So I guess yeah, I think that's good news. I don't see anything on here. Yeah, it says Deonta Foreman is likely to lead back. Yep, 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 yep. yep. All, all about Foreman. So it looks like he's good. Okay. So uh, quarterback wise, uh, Kirk Cousins currently quarterback six in fantasy. He no longer has Justin Jefferson, which could prove to be a problem. However, he still has enough firepower. He's going to sling that ball. Um, I'm still starting Kirk with confidence, whether he gets traded or not. I'm, I'm, I'm in on him. Um, we're in this weird stretch of season where Justin Fields is going to be quarterback one for like the next four weeks. And then he's going to, you know, turn back into a frog and be Justin Fields again for right now. If you got him ride that wave, enjoy it. It won't last forever. Um, and I actually like it even more with all the running backs being out. That's just, you know, more, uh, that they may need to depend on his legs. So obviously you're starting Justin Fields. Um, Alexander Madison, uh, I, I think he's a, a RB3 at this point. Um, you're probably starting him. He um, did see less of a snap share last week than he has all season. So Cam Akers is playing a little bit more uh, or has played a little bit more each week. I'm still not uh, eager to trot Akers out there either. So I would start Madison. I'm definitely not starting Akers. Um, yeah, if you got Deontay Foreman, he's the only show in town. You got to start him. Um, I think I'm a little less bullish on Jordan Addison, um, than most. And it's not that I don't like him and it's not that I don't like the talent. I just think, you know, not having Justin Jefferson on the other side of that field to just like take all that attention isn't good for a rookie wide receiver. So with that being said, I think he's going to get a, a nice target share. I still have him as a wide receiver too. Um, but I'm not ready to, you know, anoint him as, you know, that dude quite yet. Um, KJ Osborne, I'm uh, probably not looking to start him unless if I'm desperate. Um, you've got to start DJ Moore every week. He's absolutely popping. Um, I'm not starting Darnell Mooney. Um, I'm smashing both of these tight ends. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, to me, is the guy who is going to benefit most from Jefferson being gone. Um, so I'm, I'm dialing up all my Hawk shares. And then Cole Komet, he's, he's been solid the last several weeks, and he's absolutely somebody I'm starting with a pretty good amount of tie, uh, confidence at the tight end position. Love it. You got a sneaky player for the week, Colt Martin wants to know? Mr. Colt Martin, you want to know a sneaky <laughs> play this week? I don't know if I would consider it sneaky necessarily. I like I like some guys. Um, like I think Christian Kirk's a really good play this week, but I feel like you're playing him anyway. Let me think on that. I'll come back to you by the end of the episode. 
I think my sneaky play this week is I smash every single Cowboys player. I love Dak in this matchup. I love all this offense in this matchup. So yeah, um, that. That, that's me. I'm Hope smashing right. all Cowboys this week. All right, 49ers at Browns in the ooh matchup of this of the weekend. Um, QB against fantasy QBs. The 49ers are fourth. They're eighth against running backs. Eleventh versus receivers. They're seventh versus tight ends. Browns third versus QBs, fourth versus running backs, first against receivers, 15th versus tight ends. They've also had the benefit of a bye week as well, so that might throw a little bit off, but they are generally a great uh, defense. Um, uh, We know about Deshaun Watson being out, so, um, you know, that's something to take note of because this might get ugly real quick, Um, which means, for example, Eli Mitchell right now is questionable with his knee, but he could be, if he goes, a great play and some garbage time in this matchup. I just don't see this being even close uh, with P.J. Walker getting the start um, at, for the Browns. So um, what say you, Jordan? Is there anyone you like other than the defenses in this one and Christian McCaffrey? I mean, I like everybody on San Francisco. After that ass kicking they put on us last week, you think I'm not starting Brock Purdy <laughs> any league? I haven't been. Brock Purdy has arrived. Deshaun Watson has not. Christian McCaffrey, duh, my RB1 overall. Um I, there's a world where I am probably trotting out some Jerome Ford, but I'm not doing it with a whole lot of confidence. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, I think you start them, uh, you know, must start every week. Uh, even without Deshaun Watson, I am starting Amari Cooper. I'm not starting Elijah Moore at this point. Um, George Kittle, we want to talk about sneaky plays. Let me sneak on out here. George Kittle popped last week. I don't see George Kittle uh, having the same type of week. I think he's going to disappoint some people this week. Um, and then David Njoku, um, probably not starting him uh, without Deshaun. I'm not feeling real confidence um, out of that. And, yeah, he smashes every Cowboy player. I'm going to smash that defense for the Cowboys. They've been playing against Kellen Moore for years in practice. Give me five turnovers against the Chargers this week or something crazy, but not me. can't be me. Damn Cowboys. Yeah, you know, Drew, the reason why I say that is because I give them a little bit of this big old American-sized penis. Let them know who the real America team is. All right, let's move on. We got to we got court. We got night court. You know, remember that old show night? Well, maybe I'm showing my age. It used to be a show called Night Court back in the day, but we got a little version of that ourselves. Nothing on fantasy. Our, court. They got nothing on fantasy. See, said that guy bully got nothing on fantasy court. Let's go. Judge Jordan's got Terry Scary on on deck. Let's go. What you are about to witness is real. Hi, I'm this Dr. court Allen is now in court. session. You may be seated. Today, in honor of the upcoming Halloween holiday, we would like to call to the stand Mr. Scary Terry McLaurin. Oh my. Wide receiver of the Washington Commanders. Mr. McLaurin. This last week, your Washington Commanders took on the Chicago Bears and allowed the hapless, miserable, worthless, god-awful Chicago Bears to run wild on your ass. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. Despite the best efforts of your quarterback slanging Sam Howell, uh, on the day Mr. Howell, he threw for 
51. He threw 51 times for 388 yards. Damn, that's a cold-ass honky. Unfortunately, his wide receiver one managed a miserable 49 of those yards. This has actually been a common theme for you this season, Mr. McLaurin, as you have failed to hit 55 yards in all but one of your games, and you've only scored once this entire season. What are you, gay? You are on pace currently for your lowest yards and your lowest touchdown in your career, and you've already played the Cardinals, the Broncos, and those previously mentioned sorry-ass Bears. I'm Samurai Mike, I stop them cold, part of the defense, big and bold. Luckily, though, you are in the NFC East, and you do still get two cracks at the New York Giants. This court has come to the understanding that your nickname, Scary, is more indicative of fantasy managers' feelings toward starting you in their lineups than it is your own athletic ability. Chop spoken. Mr. McLaurin, this court finds you guilty and sentences you to an upcoming matchup where you will actually draw a tough assignment with the Atlanta Falcons secondary. And judging by past performances, you should probably have your ass firmly planted on a bench near you. <laughs> this court Got is adjourned. I saw you backstage. You had your head down when you missed the the ode I'd made to Survivor, and uh, you missed it. You got to go back and watch it. And a little tribal council, like all that, just for you, bro. Oh, my bad. My, my daughter was yelling in the other room, and I had to check on her for a second. I was trying to listen to see what was going on. <laughs> all good. All good. All right, let's get back to the breakdown here. We got Patriots at the Raiders getting the 4 o'clock games. Uh, Patriots, they're six against fantasy QBs, 21st against running backs, 14th against receivers, six versus tight ends. Raiders, 22nd against QBs, 17th versus running backs, 16th versus receivers, and 18th versus tight ends. All right, so give me some guys that you like and don't like. I feel like, you know, I just want to say this real quick, though. Um, During my football Sundays, if I'm home, I'm going to be in Miami for, but usually like around like the Dolphin games normally around one o'clock. Um, and you know, I'm a little tooted up, you know, before one o'clock. So, and I'm up really early with the wake up. So, around 4 30 or so is a good nap time right after that one o'clock. So, this right game right here feels like a good nap time, if I'm being honest with you. Devonta Adams, though, is clear to play. Um, the Juju Smith Schuster, I don't even know he still played for the Patriots, he's out. Um, Demario Douglas is out. I don't know all these names, I didn't even know he played for them. Uh, Tyquan Thornton's questionable, whoever, who cares? Um, they got a lot of questionables on defense as well, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, what do you say, uh, Jordan? Give me some guys you like and don't like in this one. Yeah, this is definitely the, the snooze fest of the week. However, I do think this is a little bit of the, the get right. I don't think they'll get all the way right, but I expect the Patriots to get a little bit back on track in this game. Uh, Bill Belichick historically owns the coaches on his tree, and I don't think this will be uh, any difference this week. Uh, with that being said, I there is not a world where I'm starting Mac Jones or Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm going to tell you, Gardner, God mode Minshew, Manshew, he's out there. Go get him if you're having to start either of these two sorry-ass quarterbacks. Um, at the running back position, you kind of can't quit Ramondre Stevenson right now, even, th even though you know you probably should. Um, 
Josh Jacobs, uh, you're starting him every week. I actually like the Raiders' offensive weapons a lot more in this game, which would be surprising until you, you know, mentioned all of the weapons weapons for the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, with that, the only New England Patriot that I'm starting with confidence is Hunter Henry, but you guys already knew that. Um, and obviously you're starting Devontae Adams, and I'm going to take a page out of Fantasy Jesus's book, and look, I'm starting Jacoby Myers every week. Like, he's he's must-start at this point. I do think the Patriots take this game, though. Yeah, um, wait, I forgot. I had it queued up. Give anything away for this Sunday, I'm but the, damn! I'm the God. only Patriot picker. Only oh. pay. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll get back to that. Drew, yes, that's correct. I, you can't nap during about. Listen, just so you know, I don't bat, nap through the whole thing. I usually wake up right in the middle of the second quarter. It seems like every time it's like a perfect time when I wake up, go out, hit the bowl, and I'm right back in it. So. Um, that's I, my usual Sunday. I 100% thought you were going to say, oh yeah, I wake up about halftime and then I pass back out around the third quarter. <laughs> no, I'm up and ready after that. I just usually need that little, you know, quick nap. Like I said, I was in the military, bro. They put us on these long humps and then they give us these like 15 minute breaks, bro. I, I became the king and just put my head back and fall asleep in like five minutes, get right back up and ready to march again. So I, same same for, for my Sunday view in football. All right, let's get on with the breakdown. We got Lions at the Bucks serving it up like Drew wanted. Lions are 20th against fantasy QBs, second versus running backs, 19th versus receivers, 27th versus tight ends. The Bucks are 8th versus fantasy QBs, 11th versus running backs, 18th versus receivers, and they're 5th versus tight ends. This is a real interesting matchup. Uh, for the four o'clock uh, games. What do you say, my friend? Give me some guys you'd like and don't like. And by the way, just to throw that in there, Mike Evans, by the way, is clear to play in this matchup. Uh, Sam Laporta, that was somebody else I forgot. And I'm sorry, we kind of went to that click real quick. He came up as questionable. And from what we're hearing, I mean, this came out of nowhere. I'm a Sam Laporta owner, so I know. Out of nowhere, his calf injury, and it's sounding like it's not good neither. So he might not be in this matchup. Amante Brown is clear to play. Uh, no Jameer Gibbs in this one um, for, for the Lions. And like I said, Mike Evans is good to go. So give me guys you like, don't like, Jordan. Is, is it just me or is this such a Detroit Lions thing to happen? Like, man, I just feel like they're they're falling apart. And, like, the only healthy guy on the team is David Montgomery. What? <laughs> um, but with this, I expect this game to be a, a little bit of a shootout. I expect Baker to have to throw the ball to keep up with the Lions. So I'm going Jared Goff and Baker Mayfield starting both. Um, David Montgomery is an every week start uh, RB1 until he isn't. So uh, starting him with all the confidence. Uh, Rashad White, I think he's an RB2 all day long, and he hasn't been good, but, man, has he gotten all of the work and all of the volume. Um, you're starting Amon Ross St. Brown. I've been starting Josh Reynolds pretty much every single week in, in one of these leagues that I have because it's like a 20-man league, and there's just like nothing that I can put there. Instead of, every week, man, I'm like, okay, Josh Reynolds, he's my second. He's my third highest wide receiver. He's been solid all year. Um, so I'm, I'm still starting Josh Reynolds. He's, he is the exact opposite of all the players like Zay Jones that I mentioned earlier. He's been a pleasant surprise so far uh, this season. Um, Mike Evans, you're starting him every single week. 
Chris Godwin, you're also starting him, but you're probably not feeling warm and fuzzy about it. He has a pretty safe floor, not much of a ceiling at this stage. And at the tight end position, like, look, I, I don't know what's going on with the calf, but if I see Mr. Sammy Ballgame himself step out on that football field, you bet your ass I am starting tight end number three overall. This kid is here. He's arrived. L listen, I've heard several, you know, hyped up tight ends over the last couple of years. You know, the Kyle Pitts of the world, the the Dawson Knoxes, right? Uh, no, it's or not Dawson Knox, Dalton Kincaid. No, it's this kid. Sam Laporta is freaking him. And that guy is going to be next year drafted up there with Travis Kelsey and, and Mark Andrews, you know, barring, you know, injury or something like that happening. But, yeah, I'm starting Sam Laporta anywhere I have him if he plays. Yeah, as well, you should. He's been great all year long. What a gem to find in the draft because I know a lot of people, um, you know, we didn't have to draft him early, so that was a nice gem for a lot of rosters. Cardinals at the Rams. Cardinals, they're 27th versus fantasy QBs, 29th against running backs, 22nd against receivers, 3rd versus tight ends. Rams, 18th versus QBs, 10th versus running backs, 5th against receivers and 29th against tight ends uh in this matchup james connor no bueno on the ir keontae ingram however is clear to play he is listed as number one um running back in there on their depth chart as well so just something to take note of marquise brown um he came out with the illness is questionable um that kind of came out of nowhere uh ben skoranek who is just kind of fall face of the earth for the rams he is cleared to play though as well now too all right, what say you guys like you like and don't like? Uh, I'm not starting Josh uh, Dobbs this week if I can help it. He's been a pretty solid streaming option, but uh, I, I'm probably trying to avoid this matchup. Matthew Stafford's back to being Matthew Stafford. Uh, I'm, I'm starting him with all the confidence. Uh, running back-wise, Kyron Williams, you have to start him every week. Uh, I, I am rolling out uh, some Amari DiMercato, just like Chicka Chicka Chuck Bass told you guys. I'm rolling with the kid. Let, let's see what he's got. I kind of think we've seen a, a, a little bit more out of Keontae Ingram. He has He's had some chances. He hasn't really done much with them. Um, I know my boy Colt Martin's about to come at me pretty strong in the comments on this because he's banging that drum for Ingram, but I am firmly on the side of DiMercato. Um, Hollywood Brown uh, might be the only show in town. You're probably starting him. Michael Wilson, a nice dart throw if you need it. On the Rams side, listen, I'm taking all of the Cooper Cup. I'm taking all of the Poca Nakucha, and I am riding with it the rest of the year, boy. Both of those guys smashed wide receiver ones the rest of the way. The Rams still employ Tutu Atwell. That does not mean that you should on your fantasy rosters. Get rid of him. Um, listen, it's a tight end position. Zach Ertz is still relevant here in 2023. It's still going on. That guy is getting all kinds of volume. So I think you got to start Zach Ertz. And look, I'm, I'm also starting Tyler Higby. There was a big, you know, fuss a, a week ago. Ah, I'm not sure on Higby's. Nah, man, I'm starting Higby. He came through last week. I'm rolling with him the rest of the way. Yeah, I like it. Drew, just so um, my two cents, I love Keontae Ingram. I think he's got a little bit of that if factor. Jordan said uh, Jordan is on the other side of this. So um, that's just kind of the way I feel about it. A little, I think, but either one of them right now are a little risky. Uh, quite frankly, we don't know how this is going to shake out quite yet. 
David, my brother, appreciate you joining in. I'm excited as well, are we not? Said someone dropped Atwell in my league. Should I pick them up? What do you say? I guess it depends on your roster, Drew. I mean, I'm not a big fan right now of Tutu with all the uh, volume going to Cooper and Puka. Like, there's going to, you're, he's like a flex option, like, you know, maybe a flex for me. Um, so, you know, again, depending on what your roster looks like, Jordan, you got any comment on that? Tutu is doo-doo and get rid of him. I'm like, <laughs> that, I, that fantasy doo -doo. manager might have been me. Just get rid of him. I want <laughs> no part of it. Here it is. I told y'all it was coming. Yeah, here it is. Jaeger has had a legit opportunity. <laughs> Just like an MLB prospect, Tam at bats when they smashed in AAA. Love it. Love it. I want to argue with this just real quick. Listen. He may, oh man, that comment's way better. But listen, <laughs> he may not have gotten his opportunity yet. But to me, that's a glaring piece of this that look, it's not like the Cardinals have been good. It's not like the Cardinals have done anything. Why has he not broken through yet? Give me the unknown. Listen, I'm not saying uh, the rookie is going to be that dude. But, man, I'd rather roll with something that I, I literally have no idea on than what I know is not going to produce, which is Keontae Ingram. And, David, bye-bye, Sabaya. No! So, for anybody keeping up with Survivor, my winner no. pick was Sabaya, and she just got her ass voted out as the third member. So, yeah, tragic. Um... Listen, listen, the Dallas Cowboys got their Ain't teeth nothing. kicked in last week. This is all I got is Survivor. Survivor and the Texas Rangers right now, my fantasy teams. This is not the Survivor Club, all right? All right, listen, I'm going to flex on you a little bit, right? Because I got my boy Bandy on deck. He wants to show us some flex starts of the week. We got to get rid of this damn talk of Survivor anyway. Let's get it. It's fourth and flex. Bandy, flex. Starts of the week. Welcome back to Bandy's Flex Starts of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bandy's Flex Starts of the Week. <laughs> Guys, we're back with some more flex starts for your fantasy team for week six. Let's just get this thing popping. I got first off coming on the list, a guy who uh, was doing really well until someone else stepped up. Now this guy is back in the spotlight, getting his, getting his, that's Raheem Mostert on the Dolphins. Look, A-Chain is out. I mean, they got Ahmed coming in to help a little bit, but it's Mostert's backfield. You might even better slide this guy up into a running back slot, depending on how your team looks. But if not, throw Raheem Mostert into your flex spot this week. Moving on to the next guy on my list. Another guy because of injury that uh, is going to have to step up and could definitely help your team. And that is KJ Osborne. Justin Jefferson, out of there for a few weeks. Uh, Addison, I don't know. We still uh, still time to tell what's going to happen with your boy Jordan Addison. But until then, KJ Osborne is going to step up for your team. Throw him in a flex spot this 
week. Moving on to the last guy on my list, we've got Curtis Samuel. This guy probably went undrafted in most of your leagues. Uh, looks like Jahan Dotson, the second year player, isn't doing what we hoped he would do. Don't worry. The veteran Curtis Samuel coming in to clean house and help your team. Guys, for more fantasy football advice and a little bit of fun, check out the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you. I've been working out. It gets your flexy on. I love it. Bringing up, bringing up the guys we were just talking about too. Couldn't been perfect timing. All right, let's get on with the breakdown, finish things up. We got the Eagles at the Jets. Uh, The Eagles, they're 28th versus fantasy QBs. They are number one against running backs, 29th against receivers, 26th against tight ends. The Jets are 14th versus QBs, 22nd against running backs, number two against receivers, dead last against tight ends. Fancy Jesus, I told you to hang on Dallas Goddard, my friend, and I said it for a reason. What do you say, my friend? Give me guys you like and don't like, Mr. Jordan. I like all these Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Give me Jalen Hurts, obviously. And listen, Zach Wilson uh, got everybody all riled up after that Kansas City game. Like, oh, man, maybe we got, got something with this guy. We don't. He turned right back into Zach Wilson last week. He is hot garbage. Uh, Only game this season he's thrown over 200 yards or two touchdowns was against uh, Kansas City. Sit him. Uh, DeAndre Swift, you're starting him. Um, I'm not. I'm not messing with Kenneth Gainwell. Not starting him. I am starting Brees Hall. Um, I. I think Dalvin Cook is droppable at this point. yeah, yeah, my man, David. See, listen, it's not me bringing the survivor takes; it's the audience bringing them to us. Get out of here with your finger, Matumbo. Uh, <laughs> at the wide receiver position, uh, you're starting AJ Brown. This is the Devonte Smith reckoning week. This is the week he comes back. He's gonna pop off. I feel it. Um, I'm still starting Garrett Wilson. That that poor, poor man. You got. I feel like you got to start him, but God, can we just get him a quarterback? Told y'all to trade for Manchu. And then at the tight end position, Coop already said it. Look, smash some Dallas Goddard because he's about to eat too. Dallas got it. Oh, my goodness. Had a great week last week and have a great week this week as well. I got an interesting question for you, though, because I have Devonta Smith. I'm a little nervous in this matchup, and he hasn't been targeted. And I know that means he's due, but, I mean, this is like a tough – matchup for him to get right against how well the secondary is so like for example would you go say michael Pittman in the matchup against the jags over devonta smith or would you ride devonta smith even though the matchup's tough i'm riding devonta smith uh i i believe talent wins out and if if he all the thing about smith is it just takes one play one play and he could he could win your fantasy week with just that so i i just find it so hard with him specifically to take him out of the lineup. And a matchup in the next matchup that promises to be not like their Super Bowl matchup with a wide left or right, whatever it was, the Giants at the Bills. The Giants, they are 19th against fantasy QBs, 28th against running backs. They are 12th against receivers and 12th against tight ends. The Bills 
numero uno against quarterbacks, which happens to be Tyrod Taylor this week because they are, are out Daniel Jones. 23rd against uh, running backs. They are 26 against receivers and 24th against tight ends. In this particular matchup, injury-wise, I don't think I went over the injuries in the Bills and the Eagles uh, Jets matchup. But what does it matter? Um, <laughs> the, the, in this matchup, we do have uh, Don Kincaid still questionable with a concussion. Dawson Knox also questionable with a wrist, but it looks like he'd be more the guy to go if there is a guy to go in their tight end spot. Uh, Daniel Jones again out. Saquon Barley is going to be a game-time decision, which really stinks for Saquon owners because that's an 8 o'clock game. Um, so unless you got somebody on the Monday nighter, um, you're going to be screwed, um, or unless you got maybe Matt Breida. Darren Waller is questionable as well. Big new, big story there, of course. Wandell Robinson, um, he is cleared to go, um, so they're going to have their playmaker around the goal line there at least uh, with Tyrod. All right, well, give me guys you like and don't like in this one, sir. All right, so you got to play Josh Allen, and you probably aren't playing Tyrod. But, man, this just seems like the game that Tyrod Taylor is going to play hero ball, and they're going to win in an ugly fashion out of nowhere and shock the world because this is the kind of shit Tyrod Taylor does. Like, you see him pop up every two to three years, he wins a game or two, and then he goes back to being Tyrod Taylor. With that, in my pickups, I'm still smashing the bills, but I just got, I got this funny little feeling that Tyrod's going to do something this week. Uh, at the running back position, I think you hit the nail on the head. You have to start Barkley. If, if there's a chance he can play, you start him. And listen, this injury has been ongoing for a couple of weeks. You should have Matt Breida as his handcuff. So if you don't, shame on you. But I'm still, I mean, the upside of Barkley, you got to have him out there. Uh, James Cook, absolute RB1 smash. Stephon Diggs, elite wide receiver one. I really like Gabe Davis this week as well. Um, if... Um, and did you say uh, Dawson Knox is playing, or it hasn't been? He looks he's like he's he's questionable, but he looks like the guy between the two tight ends. Um, if there was a question on which one will go, it seems like it was it's leaning on him. Okay, okay. So I uh, I would be nervous about that start, but I would definitely monitor that that injury closely. Um, I have no idea, and I don't. Oh yeah, I do. Daniel Bellinger, is he still a thing? Like, who who's stepping up for – isn't he injured? Who's stepping up for, for Waller? I don't even know, but look, if if you catch balls in New York and your last name isn't Wilson and your first name isn't Garrett, you're not starting in my lineup ever. Yes, indeed. All right. Look at the uh, uh, comment here by Drew. Uh, he wanted to know, Josh Downs, you like him in the flex spot this week. And, yes, I do all I do. day long. And, and Colt Martin earlier asked my sneaky play of the week. It may be Josh Downs. I've, I've been talking about this kid for a couple of weeks, and, and he's I think he's going to break out one of them. Yeah, and not only a good a, a game that could be, end up potentially being a shootout, but you have Garner Minshew, who where do, who do you think the second uh, QB has been practicing the most with? Of course, he's been practicing a lot with Josh Downs. They have a connection already. I like that a lot. Um, so I like him going forward. He's been getting lots of targets as well. All right, let's finish it up with the Monday nighter, the Cowboys going against the Chargers in L.A. Cowboys fifth against fantasy QBs, 13th versus running backs, fourth against receivers, and 24th versus tight ends. Chargers, 29th against QBs, 24th against running backs, dead last against receivers, and 14th versus tight ends. Guys you like and don't like. 
Justin Herbert is my number Q, uh, my number two QB overall this week. Uh, I like him a lot. Since uh, Trayvon Diggs has been out, Dallas has been absolutely dreadful in the secondary. It has not been good. Um, they're third worst in yards per attempt, eighth worst in passer rating, sixth worst in passing touchdowns allowed. Herbert comes into this game as QB2. Like, if there's ever a smash, it is Justin Herbert. And guess what? Kellen Moore is on the other side of that, uh, on the other team now, that old offensive coordinator, they're probably going to want to show up and show out. Um, so I'm starting Herbert with confidence. I'm not starting Dak. I, I know you're with it, Cooper, and maybe I'm being an anti-homer here. I, I cannot do it. I, I absolutely cannot trot him out there any longer. Uh, Tony Pollard has been very disappointing as well, but I do think you have to start him week in and week out. As if, Same with Austin Eckler. If he's back, you're smashing him. Keenan Allen is an absolute, and this is the stuff you ain't finding in stats. Keenan Allen is a cowboy killer. Every Ooh. time we play against Keenan Allen, he just absolutely goes bananas against us. He is a top three wide receiver play uh, this week for me. Um, you're starting CeeDee Lamb again. You're starting him with confidence, even though I'm not starting his quarterback. Brandon Cooks has made zero difference. And in the offseason, I, I feel like I, I was against the grain on that because I didn't think Cooks would be a fantasy asset. Um, and I thought he would be a real-life asset, but he hasn't been either. He's been terrible. Um, he should not be rostered at this point. Um, I would rather play Josh Palmer than Brandon Cooks. I would rather play Josh Palmer than Michael Gallup. Um, anybody on the Cowboys other than CeeDee Lamb. Um, tight ends, look, you know I'm rocking with my boy Jake Ferguson. I can't quit the guy. He's been solid. He's absolutely the go-to target, specifically in the end zone for this team. So I expect this one to be a bit of a shootout, which again, I know it goes towards playing Dak. And so if you're going to make a decision about Dak this week, listen to Cooper, because I'm still very much in my feelings and I'm man enough to admit it. Yeah. I like the get right game for this Cowboy offense, quite frankly. So yeah, I like, I think Dak is in my top 10 this week uh, in my rankings. Tony Pollard, by the way, did show up on the injury report with a shoulder. I don't have a de uh, designation for him. And Austin Eckler, also Donald Parham um, as well. So there was a couple of injuries there to just to watch. Joey Bosa um, also with a hamstring. Um, so, you know, again, I do like Dak in this offense. I like C.D. Lamb to get right. If it's not um, uh, freaking Tony Pollard, then I'll take whoever it may be. Rico um, Deuce Vaughn. Deuce no, Vaughn. It is I, not Deuce Vaughn. It ain't Deuce Vaughn. It is Rico right. Dowdle. Rico all right. Dowdle. I, I heard that name, and then when it was time for Rico Dowdle to finally step up, I didn't really see much. So that's why I thought maybe, you know, our boy Deuce could come in and do something. But regardless of all that, I like anybody in a Dallas uniform going into this week. I think they're a smash play. This Charger offense has proven they can't stop anyone. Um, all right. Well, listen, it's Friday night. It's getting a little late. You know what I'm saying? It's time to turn the lights down. You know what I mean? Get set the mood, get things going right. Because Nikki is in the house and she has some Friday fantasy she's wanting to share with us. So sit back, relax, get your candle burning. Let's go with the Friday night fantasies.
What's up, everybody? It's Nikki from The Blonde Boy. Here are my week six fantasy loves. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This week, I am infatuated with Alvin Kamara, who's oh. reestablishing himself as a must-start running back in the league. They're up against the Texans, who have allowed the seventh most fantasy points against opposing running backs. What do you say we go out on a date? Have some chicken, maybe some sex, you know, see what happens. I've got a major crush on Gabe Davis this week, who's going up against my New York Giants. And we all know this Giant D has been quite disappointing, but Gabe Davis will not disappoint in your lineup. I expect a career day out of him. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. And my heart belongs to a quarterback who doesn't get much love, but this week I'm going to show him some. Kirk Cousins, who is consistently scoring over 19 points week after week. This week, he's got a great matchup up against the Bears, who have allowed the most passing yards to opposing quarterbacks. So my heart belongs in Minnesota. Strictly professional. Wonderful. Great. Good luck, everyone, and I will see you in week seven. Sorry. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, sometimes I just crack myself up. All right. So that was a funny one, Nikki. Thank you so much for that. Listen, don't forget, wake up with us on Sunday. We got a great lineup for you. Um, got a lot of fantasy friends in there for you as well. So lots of good stuff. All right, Drew. Thank you, my friend. We appreciate that. Be like and like subscribe. Drew. Be like Drew. Hit the. I forgot to do that whole little part. Yeah, hit the subscribe button. Hit a like button. Get the comment. Little things stopping you from doing it. Big things popping for us when you do. I mean, this Friday night's all about MVP. We got the VIP lounge. It's all MVP up in here on a Friday night breakdown. We appreciate you guys for joining us tonight. Thank you so much. Look out for us again on Sunday. Like I said, we will be breaking down all of Sunday's actions. Thank you, Drew. You are the man. We appreciate you joining us tonight. All right, guys. We appreciate you, and we are out.